0: This plan will get checks out the door starting this month to the American people who so desperately need the help. Over 85 percent of American households will get direct payments of $1,400 per person. For a typical middle-class family of four, husband and wife working, making $100,000 a year total with three kids, they'll get $5,600. I mean, with two kids, they'll get $5,600 dollars and we'll be on the way soon. All right everybody. I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA and this is my update for Saturday, March 6th. The Senate finally voted late, very late last night to pass the COVID Relief Bill, which includes your $1400 stimulus checks as well as an extension of unemployment benefits as we have been discussing here on the channel. The bill passed in a fifty to forty-nine vote, basically on party lines, but as you might expect from the reconciliation process, there are some unexpected obstacles along the way, so let's get right into it. This past Thursday, Vice President Kamala Harris passed the tie-breaking vote for the Senate to begin consideration of the relief package, but most of the substance was delayed because Republican Senator Ron Johnson made the Senate clerks read out the entire text of the bill six hundred some pages, so the Senate didn't actually get to start debate or start proposing amendments until yesterday's session. There were nearly forty amendments proposed by both sides on Friday night and into Saturday morning, I'll cover some of these in more detail, but the most dramatic point of the negotiation came over last-minute changes to the federal unemployment benefits included in this American Rescue Plan. If you remember the House bill, the House bill Would have funded $400 in extra weekly benefits for anyone receiving unemployment through August. Okay, whether that's whether they're on regular state unemployment or one of the special COVID programs like Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, that's PUA uh, for the self employed or pandemic. Emergency uh, unemployment compensation, the PEUC, which basically just extends the length of time for unemployments. Uh, but as we talked about here in the channel, Senate Democrats worked out a deal that cut those benefits to $300 a week. But on the other hand, uh, their deal makes the first $10,200 in 2020 unemployment benefits tax free, at least at the federal level, as long as your income is below $150,000 a year. It would also extend the benefits through September rather than August so the cut to weekly benefits was balanced by making it longer and making some of last year's benefits tax-free, at that point there were concerns that Joe Manchin would pull his support if they added the tax-free provision, and suddenly there were two unemployment amendments in play, the second one coming from Republican Senator Rob Portman. So just to keep this as simple as possible, both the Democrats and the Republicans wanted to cut the benefits to three hundred dollars a week, but Democrats wanted to balance that out with the provisions I just mentioned, with the Republican amendment it would have maintained taxes on those benefits and cut them off in July rather than September. So you have uh, you know, Republicans mostly united behind their proposal, Democrats mostly united behind their plan, and Joe Manchin in the middle, with all the power, suddenly he's the prettiest girl at the prom. Here's how CNN correspondent Manu Raju described the scene, Manchin is getting a lot of interest from his fellow Democrats. Democratic Senators John Tester, Kirsten Sinema, Catherine Cortez Masto all were huddled around him. Then Manchin walked over to talk with Senator Rob Portman. The concern over Manchin is why action is now stalled in the Senate. This issue held up the bill for several hours yesterday, both sides were trying to get their votes together at the last minute, and considering how long the Democrats had to prepare for yesterday's session, it ended up being a lot more dramatic than I expected. Portman's amendment actually passed first in a 50 to 49 vote, Joe Manchin plus 49 Republicans voted in favor of that plan, Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan had to leave for a family emergency, so the Republicans were one short for most of the night, but with Manchin on board they were still able to get their amendment through. After that, Democrats cut yet another deal with Manchin to supersede the Portman amendments, they basically kept the proposal outlined before, except now the federal unemployment benefits would only run through September 6th. So they essentially spent hours negotiating just to move the unemployment expiration date From the end of September up to September 6th. But ultimately, they were still able to get through the entire process last night. Another successful amendment later on extended relief for federal contractors through the end of September, and that one passed 93 to 6 with broad support from all but a few Republicans. All right, so that was the most important set of amendments proposed yesterday. But as I said, there were many others on both sides, although all but a few were rejected in the Senate. For example, Republican Senator Mitt Romney proposed an amendment that would block funding from school districts that participate in a Chinese Communist Party-backed Confucius classroom program. Susan Collins proposed an amendment that would replace the entire stimulus package with her $650 billion plan, and Ron Johnson proposed over one hundred amendments including proposals to cut funding for pretty much everything that was included in the stimulus bill. On the other hand, Bernie Sanders forced the vote on the $15 minimum wage which I mentioned yesterday failed 42 to 58, Maggie Hassan got 51 votes for an amendment requiring schools to set up a plan to transition to in-person instruction after receiving federal funding through the stimulus bill, and John Tester a Democrat who supports the Keystone Pipeline, proposed an amendment that would have authorized construction without a presidential permit if it had passed with sixty votes. So in the end there were a lot of proposed changes only a few were actually agreed to, and other than the unemployment provisions they mostly ended up voting on the same bill at the end of the night that they had taken up at the beginning of the day and it was a very late night, senators were arguing on the floor until around 4 a.m. in Washington, and they finally approved the reconciliation bill in the middle of the night after over twenty-four hours of voting. As I said, unsurprisingly it came down to party lines, a fifty to forty-nine vote, with Republican Senator Sullivan not voting due to his family emergency. Chuck Schumer said a new day has come, and we tell the American people help is on the way the bill is broader, deeper, and more comprehensive in helping working families and lifting people out of poverty than anything Congress has seen or accomplished in a very long time. So what are the next steps here? Obviously now the bill goes to the House for approval, and early this morning Schumer's counterpart in the House, Steny Hoyer, released a statement laying out the timeline for this bill to get back through the House of Representatives. They will be voting to consider the Senate's version of this bill on Monday night with the actual up or down vote coming on Tuesday so that they can get it to Biden as soon as possible, at this point it's unlikely we will see any major changes, Democrats obviously have a little more wiggle room in the House than in the Senate, so there probably won't be the same last-minute drama over whether they can get the votes together, of course, I don't want to speak too soon, this is Washington, right? But now that the bill is through the Senate, I would say that the biggest obstacles for the stimulus are now behind us. So I want everyone to enjoy their weekend, take a deep breath, Joe Manchin can no longer hold up the relief bill, and hopefully the House will get this bill through smoothly next week. If that's the case, then Biden should be able to sign it into law before the Democrats' kind of self-imposed deadline on March 14th Which again is when federal unemployment benefits start to phase out under the last stimulus package, and yes, this morning Joe Biden said that stimulus checks will go out the door starting this month. As usual, I'll be here tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern time uh, with a video on what to do with your taxes if you are the victim of unemployment fraud, and then of course later in the day I will be doing my daily political and stimulus update. I want to thank you all for watching to the end, I'll see you next time, and have a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Bye-bye.